0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: Well, away we go on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. And with Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. We're coming to you from the Car Shield Studios in Golf with Jay Delsing. is always, presented by Darty Business Solutions. My man, we are loaded up this morning. Are you ready to go? I
2: can't wait. This is a great show. We have got some content today for our listeners.
1: We've got the UHY Prep Profile on visitation. They just won the state championship. We're going to talk club fitting, how important it is for you in studio, Jordan Clark of Family Golf and Learning Center. We're going to have a visit with Allie Wells, Executive Director of the Gateway PGA and the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation and... Oh, by the way, if that's not enough, World Golf Hall of Famer Julie Inkster. So we are loaded up this morning.
2: I know, and i got to tell you, and I want to shout out to our buddy Steve Wedling. He has been doing this stuff for the AJGA, his company, UHY, a huge supporter of golf, grower of the game, and uh, we'd love to welcome him on the show. And what a cool way, and I know this is very personal for both of us, talking about Viz, talking about the, the, the new state championship, and um, yeah tons of fun
1: it is it's special to us because my daughter's on the team you coach my daughter my other daughter's on the team so it's uh, very personal to me so thank you it's going to be fun
2: oh my gosh it's just awesome and uh that you know the the viz won state championship what two years ago at two classes below the 4a and now you know two short years later they're hoisting a trophy that's pretty cool
1: one of the things that we love to do on the show is kind of sprinkle in news and notes throughout the two hours here on One Hundred and One ESPN. I'll go back to just a week ago. Colin Morikawa wins the Zozo Championship final round sixty-three. He hadn't won on the PGA
2: Tour since winning the Open Championship in twenty twenty-one. I hadn't realized that, Danny, and it was great to see him. I, I, he hadn't had a particularly good year. He didn't play very well in the Ryder Cup as well, and so it's it's really nice. To to see him back we need him front and center in u.s golf man we need him
1: so live wrapped up their season we know that taylor gooch wins the individual championship yep and as you well know the crushers were the team the winners crushers How the cruisers that? the crusher whatever they were what it was i'll yeah. tell you what though there's a few things that have come out of live that we're all going to enjoy yep. one of them is that they're looking at developing an app and they think they're going to have this by next season where if i want to follow jay delsing i want to follow brooks kepka On my app, I can watch every single shot you take, whether you're in contention or not.
2: Do you think they have enough money to do that? No, they've got
1: plenty to do it. Yeah, absolutely. They've Uh, got plenty.
2: Listen, we've we've called Live What It Is, and it's an exhibition. It's fractured golf, yada, yada, yada. However, there's going to be some good things from there. You and I have also talked about there's great ideas in the team component with golf. And you got to take your hat off because Liv basically brought that to light. And now I can't wait to see where we go with that.
1: One of the innovations that they talked about as well, the first ever drone tracer, Yep. So have the drone on the golf course, following the golf ball. That would be the most unique look that you'd ever have at a golf ball.
2: So, Danny, when we started doing the Fox and, and, and I was on the Fox golf team, we had this technology. We just, it just wasn't perfected. But man, I've seen it. It is super, super cool. Wait, you know, for golf geeks like us, it's
1: really neat. The first stage of the Q school ended on Friday. Yep. Does that bring back nightmares for you? Do you get like little, little oh, yeah. shutters up yeah. your back? I start like, oh, sweating. No. I'm like, yeah.
2: yo, wait a minute. What what hole am I on? Yeah.
1: Describe how tough that is and what goes into the Q school.
2: Oh, man. It's, so back in the day, it was your only chance. If you didn't get through the tour school, you didn't have any opportunity to play on tour. It was now or never, do or die. And so it was the hardest thing about it was it was six rounds. Wow. So when the fourth round finishes, D. De- you got two more. It's like you never play a tournament that long. And so it just does weird things to your mind. At the end of that six rounds, sometimes it was like, I don't even care what happened to me just (laughs) just lay me down somewhere you know throw a little vodka on top of me and let me just just, relax a little and just beat me down
1: I bet more mentally than physically no
2: doubt no doubt I had a good record I think I only missed one time in the in the finals um so I and I went through it probably six seven times maybe so I had a really good uh record but Every time I got out of there, you know, it's just like, oh, man, thank God it's over.
1: You know, we always talk about kids on our show, yep. and this week we're going to talk a lot about the kids. As we mentioned before, the UHY Prep Profile is coming up, but I wanted to throw this at you. The Butterfield Bermuda Championship is coming up. I know. Oliver Betchardt, do you know who he is?
2: I, Do you know who I, he is? I, I saw. I, I saw. I, I've read the same article. I think he's you did. fifteen years old and qualified. Come on how cool is that? And Danny, it's happening all over the world. Especially, and that's where I wanted to go with this. Especially, yeah. Especially on with the gals. I mean, you get some of these. These. I think. I think there was a thirteen-year-old or a twelve-year-old woman that qualified for a U.S. Open and she's from China. Just re- ridiculous. It's One so of the things that we amazing. can talk
1: about with Julie Inkster is how these young ladies from south korea yep. are becoming champions at an early age
2: absolutely. absolutely so that's something
1: that we'll talk about later yep. with yeah there's
2: a lot of a lot of things that go on danny in, in these in these particularly particular countries then the governments have some subsidized programs and things like that it'll be really interesting to get julie's take on that
1: all right we're loaded up again this morning we come to you from eight to ten every sunday it's golf with jay delsing we're presented by darty business solutions And up next, it's the UHY Prep Profile Series, and it starts today. We're going to take a look at Viz winning a state championship.
2: That's next on Golf with Jay Delson. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B traveling by car as a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file, or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7, coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down. And they can have yours, too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-465. 6550 or visit carshield.com it's carshield proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show
1: get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis the Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's greatest names Steve Stricker Podrick Harrington John Daly David Duvall Bernard Longer Justin Leonard, David Toms, and more will compete returning September 3rd through the 8th. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com for information.
2: Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning access point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between 55 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions.
1: This is Chris Nagel. and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show.
1: This is Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. Coming to you from the CarShield Studios, we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. New addition to the show. This is the UHY Prep Profile Series brought to you by UHY LLP. We're excited about this new addition to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Each month, we will highlight exciting things in the world of junior golf. This month's edition, it's the reigning high school golf champions. Visitation Academy, coached by Julie Jones. You'll hear from Julie momentarily, but for this group of kids, it's something they'll never forget. And that includes their lone senior, Grace Fagan.
3: It's so exciting just to see how much we've grown as a team over the last four years. And you know, winning in class two was awesome. And it was so exciting, but then to be able to come back, continue growing as a team, win class four, it's just super exciting. It's been awesome, awesome to see the team grow. And I just, it's so much fun with this team and we're all really proud of each other.
1: As they went neck and neck with St. Joe's, the second day, Reese Robson carded a 79 and was great on the back nine to seal the championship. I
3: knew it was going to be close and it was going to come down to the last few strokes. So when I made the turn, I did a mental reset and knew it was now or never. And then you had to turn it on to get the back nine done.
1: Their team also featured Abby Winter and a freshman, Annie Rothery. Those are just some of the state champions for visitation another one jay a hard guest for me to get hard for us to get to come into studio She's very popular right now very popular a lot of uh, limited time on our hands and again probably the toughest guest we've ever gotten for golf with jay delsing it would be my daughter avery mclaughlin to come in studio
2: avery thanks for joining us of seventh place finish you anchored the team it's gotta feel great.
3: It feels good. This has kind of been a long time coming. You know, we've stepped up three classes since my freshman year, so it kind of finally feels like we're on top.
1: And you heard from all your your teammates, and little Lanny, she comes through. We know her quite well, the freshman coming through, and she had a big, big final day.
3: Yes. She was very important to have on the team this year. We needed someone to have that final score, and she came through with that. What
1: does it mean, though, for you guys to win this after what St. Joe's had done, uh, really,
2: for just a decade?
3: It probably means more than anything because, you know, we knocked them off their game and that's something that we've been trying to do for a long time.
2: You know, Avery, people don't understand. You have to, you had to keep count, what, four scores? And so each day, I mean, if someone has a bad hole or it it can just completely shoot this thing uh, in the, in the foot, having your, I think, did you say your freshman had her career best day? That's big.
3: Yeah, I think she had one of her career best days. We all knew that we needed to play consistent. We all knew it was going to come down to the last final stroke, so I think we all just tried to stick with it for as long as we can. Two days of golf is sometimes long when you know you don't play that all season long, so I think we realized we just needed to stick with it and ride it out.
1: You knew it was going to be a nail-biter going into this. Uh, your coach even had mentioned that in the paper. So how do you make sure that you're not watching what other girls are doing, whether it's on your team or the opposing teams?
3: I think we just have to realize we have to take shot by shot. Um, our coach even said to us, like, she's like, I teach you to live in the moment. That's what we're trying to do here. She doesn't want to look at her phone. She doesn't want to check the scores. It kept changing all the time. So we just try to take shot by shot and rely on each other.
2: I was watching my phone and going I crazy. Too. I'm up. We're up by brutal. three. We're down by two. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Can we, this thing end? Avery, the-, the-
1: Jay, we've talked about it. Golf genius is a blessing and a curse.
2: It is. It's, it was a curse that day. I was sweating. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Avery. We need some birdies. The thing that's really cool, Avery, is-, is um You've got your seniors is moving on. Grace is moving on, and she had a great, great senior year. But then you've got some young players coming up. You're going to be a senior. You've got you'll have three seniors next year. So, this golf looks strong.
3: Yeah, we have a bright future. We have two younger girls who are freshmen this year. They were super competitive for the sixth spot this year.
1: Who was the one? I, I forgot.
3: Oh, uh, I don't remember her name. Maybe. What's her uh, last name? Maybe Olivia. the last name was McLaughlin. Olivia I'm not McLaughlin. sure. More McLaughlin. <laughs> Another McLaughlin are is coming. We also have Caroline Miller, and she was a really good add to the team this year. So I think you know, as we move on, we still have some people that are there that will you know make a big difference for our team.
1: And finally, uh, what's it mean to be uh, interviewed by your dad and Jay? Jay is your teacher, and I'm just your little <laughs> old dad. <laughs>
3: Uh, it's funny. It's definitely yeah, it, funny. It definitely is. <laughs> Wait a second.
2: We didn't mention three time
3: All-State. We got to yeah. throw
2: that in there. I mean, just a little thing like being State ch- uh, All-State three years in a row.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, way to go, Avery. Thank you. And I love you and I'm very proud of you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's Avery McLaughlin. Now let's go back over to Jay with a special guest.
2: And thank you, Danny. And I am with the recently crowned champion, um, of the uh, Visitation Vivettes uh, coach uh, Julie Jones Julie. first of all, congratulations on a great win.
4: Wow, thank you, Jay. It felt pretty good. I'm not gonna lie.
2: Tell the listeners now uh, just two years ago, you guys won if I'm if I've got all my data correct, you guys won the division 3A champion chip for the high school girls uh, golf team.
4: Yes, we actually won class two um, two years ago. And then last year we were in class three. We missed winning there by two strokes. Glendale put up a good fight and they got the better of us that day. Um, But it's kind of neat to have advanced through the classes with Nisha and to have won class four this year
2: yeah okay so so you went from 2a to 4a which is a which is a super big jump and i mean it 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 says a lot about your program julie for you guys to go and be champions in 2a and then go up two classes and almost knock off you know carol's had a stranglehold on this thing for quite a while this has got to feel especially good
4: (laughs) that's a great way to classify it she has been dominating in class four for quite a while um and a nod to St. Joe cause they've built a great program there. Um, but yeah, I did. I mean, the girls have been working hard, not just, not just these last 12 weeks, right? They, you know, golf, they work hard in the off season. They work hard in the summer. Um, so it's nice to see, all culminate in the state championship
2: for them yeah it, it's true it's terrific and Carol you know it's interesting Julie and I'm a hundred but Carol was running junior golf when I was playing a hundred years ago <laughs> and, I, and I and then I see she's won 10 of these and you know she was so gracious and a shout out like you said to Saint Joe and everything that she's done for growing the game and the girls game I'm a girl dad I have four daughters and this is it's just awesome to watch these girls swing a club but she was so gracious talking about you guys and and how hard you guys have worked and the fact that the you know the state title staying local and staying here in St. Louis it's still pretty cool.
4: She was very gracious and I think that's the neat thing about golf is that we all know how much work it takes to perform at that level if you will so while I'm sure she's disappointed like we were last year you respect the amount of work that goes into what those girls have done and they're happy for them.
2: Julie, take us into this last round. This had to be a I saw one of your quotes said nail biter. It had to be way worse than that. I mean you <laughs> you can't have any fingernails left on any of your fingers. There's no way.
4: Yeah, it was um it it was pretty nerve-wracking. Um, we knew it was going to be a dog fight, right? We've been back and forth with St. Joe all season um we got them big early on and then they got us a couple times since then and so we were I like to think we were ready for it um and I think that the results show that we were ready for it but I needed a Xanax that day um <laughs> exactly <laughs> I like to say that on air but it was sure you can it was a lot um I had to I literally had to put my phone away because I'm like I can't you know, do this and coach the kids, right? I'm not doing them any service if I'm if I'm looking at my phone and trying to figure out what's going on here. Let's just, you know, one shot at a time and get these girls in the house and see where it shakes out.
2: Oh my gosh, you you could have text me because I was like, we're up by two, we're down by three, we're <laughs> you know, and and I'm a uh, I've been working with Avery just a little bit and had the pleasure of watching her swing the golf club, which is absolutely gorgeous. But watching it all, I was like, oh, you know, I played for a long time and my parents used to watch on the computer. My dad used to tell me that, man, son, this is really hard. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, dad. Now I'm doing it. I'm like, I hate it.
4: It is having played and having had that same conversation with my parents. It is so much harder to coach than I like that bit of it. Right. Kind of knowing what's going on and knowing where they are with it, knowing what the challenges are and what the successes are it's so much harder mentally than i than i ever would have thought it would so yeah shout out to all the parents out there that walk <laughs> along and cheer their kids on because it is way harder than anyone gives it credit for
2: no it ain't easy and 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 julie you know just to wrap this up you guys are uh, grace is going to leave the team and what a way to go out her senior year as a state champion but the other four girls are coming back and you've got some other Good players in the pipeline.
4: We do, yeah. Um, Yeah, Grace is going to go do great things at Illinois Wesleyan. And then we had three juniors on that state squad this year, so they'll all be back. Um, And then we had a freshman and Annie Rothery. We have a couple – we have a sophomore and then a handful of freshmen that are waiting in the wings, um, anxious and working hard for a spot on that varsity team. And then I hear tell that our – seventh and eighth grade cyc teams are performing well so we hope to have some you know new blood coming in uh in the fall as well
2: well julie thanks so much for jumping on the show with me congratulations again on the state championship and you know, hell, maybe we'll be doing this again next year.
4: Let's do it. I would love that.
1: That's the UHY Prep Profile Series brought to you by UHY LLP. And again, congratulations to visitation. And we'll have an installment of this profile every month on Golf with Jay Delsing. Coming up, we're going to talk about getting fitted and how important that is for your game, especially with the winter months coming up. This is Golf with Jay Delsing presented by Darty Business Solutions.
2: I'd like to welcome, I promise, to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. What is I Promise, you ask? It's a St. Louis-based company with the most clinically-backed eye health performance supplement brand with over 20 years of eye health expertise and nutrition science. It's all natural, and their cutting-edge science and technology has helped I Promise forge many exciting new golf partnerships, like with the PGA of America, the Titleist Performance Institute, the Leadbetter Academy, and many more. Perhaps the most exciting component for me is that all of this new improvement is measurable. I can tell you that in my case, my initial score was around 0.25, and after taking the I Promise product for two plus months, my score soared to almost 0.60. It had more than doubled. I can now read the greens better because I'm not really dealing with as much glare and trying to manage that, and I squint much less when I'm playing golf. And you don't have to take it from me. Check out what Padraig Harrington has to say about this product. He is playing some of the best golf of his career in his early 50s, and he swears I Promise has helped improve his short game. Check out I Promise. That's I Promise, the company helping us to see better, play better, and live better. Visit them at iPromise.com.
5: Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us.
2: Did you know that Marcon is the largest distributor of General Electric compliance parts in North America? That's right, Marcon does that. Did you know that their worldwide headquarters are located right here in St. Louis? Well, if you didn't know that then you'll know it now because CEO Jim Sowers is a philanthropic force in our community. Besides the most recent Marcon military and first responders viewing deck at the Ascension Charity Classic, which by the way was a huge hit here and has been copied at other PGA Tour and PGA Tour Champions events. Marcone has purchased and donated many vital service dogs for our wounded military heroes, which helped them transition back into society after sustaining catastrophic battlefield injuries. Jim and Marcone also support the backstoppers, the police and the firefighters, the local Naval organizations and many, many more. Marcone, the company that calls St. Louis home, that always strives to improve and enhance our community in so many different ways. That's Marcone.
6: Hi, this is Adam Best from Family Golf and Learning Center. At FGLC here in Kirkwood, we feature a double-decker driving range, two large grass tees with Tahoma Bermuda grass. You want to work on your short game? We have a short game area too, which features a 20,000-square-foot green, three bunkers, and zoysia surrounds. Also a Family Golf and Learning Center, don't forget about our nine-hole par-3 course, the indoor trackman simulators, and our performance center. If you're looking for the best golf instruction, regardless of skill, we can help. Find out more at FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf.
2: Do you remember the golden rule? I'm sure you do, but just in case it goes like this. Treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. At People's National Bank, that one statement is the cornerstone of what this bank is all about. Locally owned, with 23 locations in Southern Illinois and the Metropolitan St. Louis area, People's National Bank parlays a robust menu of commercial or personal banking services you could possibly need with a friendly yet hardworking Midwestern attitude. Maybe you just wanna do business with a bank whose entire team lives in the same neighborhoods as we do. If you're like me and doing business with someone you trust is important to you, then People's National Bank is the bank for you. Jason Rantham, local president, is here for you to call and he'll answer any questions you may have. His personal cell is 314-974-2243. You can also find us online at peoplesnationalbank.com. People's National Bank is here for all of your banking needs.
1: Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning, and we're brought to you by Darty business solutions coming to you from the car shield studios that's jay delsing i'm dan mclaughlin in studio with us family golf and learning centers jordan clark who has a lot of different things going on but club fitting is number one and there's a ton of things we can get into because the summer is ending fall is here people still playing golf then you look at how i'm going to improve my equipment that i have but first and foremost uh, thanks for coming in we appreciate it
7: yeah i appreciate you for having me on club fitting how did you get involved with that yeah, so um, not really Avenue. I thought I was going to venture down. Um, you know, I went to college and got a hospitality management degree and planned on running a golf course one day. And so just worked my way up uh, in the golf industry and started at Dick Sporting Goods running their golf department and kind of learned from one of a really good club fitters there. And I realized that I really loved it. And so I stuck with it and decided this is going to be my career. Good for you.
2: Yeah, so, so Jordan, for the folks out there, I, I say this all the time, people – will ask me a couple things, but one of them invariably is is it really that important to get fitted? And I'm like, yes! And so you're an expert at this. Tell people why, in your opinion, it's so important.
7: Oh, yeah, it's extremely important. I mean, you you see it day in and day out. Um, You know, people come in and they have the completely wrong equipment. Some guy comes in, he has five degree upright clubs and he's wondering why he's pulling every single ball left and yeah, I mean, it makes a huge difference, whether it's length, fly angle, or just in general, what kind of clubs. You know, if it's uh, game improvement irons or if somebody's playing blades when they don't need to be. So it's just making sure that they have the best clubs for them that's going to get them, you know, where they want to go in the golf industry.
2: So. Yeah, so if we if we break that down for the people that are listening. So, they, so when you talk about a lie angle, folks, we're talking about the way – the angle that the that the iron actually sits against the ground when you when you go up and you address the ball. And so what Justin was just saying, if someone has something that's five degrees upright, that means there that should be something for, for someone that's like seven feet tall.
7: Right. Right? For a very tall player. Right.
2: And if you're not seven feet tall, you can make really good golf swings and hit really crappy shots. Simply because the irons are not meeting the ground at the right spot.
7: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you got to make sure that everything's spot on for where it should be because everybody's swing is different. And no matter you know if you feel like you have a good swing or not, if your club's not matching up with the point of contact with the ground, it's just not going to go where you want it to go.
2: Danny, I've told you this a couple of times. Remember when you had to get a replacement wedge or something in, and I said. Danny, that thing doesn't fit you right. And you're like, nah, you you always I think it's... I don't listen
1: to you. You only played in 700 PGA Tour events. You, yeah. <laughs> you always think it's you, though.
2: You always do. You know, I'm like, Danny, that wedge doesn't fit you. It was, it was too upright and you were pulling it or something. But the other thing, Jordan, that you mentioned that I think is really important is game improvement irons. I went... I played blades my entire life. I'm playing a version of a blade now with the Taylor made seven uh, seventies that I have, but they're they're made to help your off-center hits, aren't they? I mean, it's so much easier. Folks, if you get the right iron in your hand, man, you can miss the center and still be okay.
7: That's hundred percent true. It's actually crazy. You know I'll have people come in all the time and think that no club is going to outbeat the club they've been playing for 15 years and you know the things that these companies are doing with the technology you know making everything be able to launch higher go further because you used to think you know if it's super strong lofted okay now I'm going to have a super low launch yeah but now they're combating that you know making everything work better for everybody and then those off-centered hits I mean you know the way they put the You know, the CG in the bottom of the club, it just makes it so forgiving. So, I mean, yeah, I'd challenge anybody to come out and get a fitting and test against their clubs that they think are perfect for them, and I guarantee you we can beat it.
1: Jordan Clark from Family Golf and Learning Center is our guest. Sometimes if people are using, let's say, the wrong clubs, unfortunately, they change their swing, though, to make it work, correct? That's
7: exactly right.
1: So, what happens with that? What do do you see? First of all,
2: that's a wrong way to go about it, folks. I mean, that's. You see it, though, don't you? All the time. All the
7: time. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, all the. I mean, we have a bunch of instructors over there at Family Golf and Learning Center, and all the time they'll come up to me and (laughs) tell me about, you know, somebody's (laughs) using the wrong clubs, but they have a pretty decent golf swing. So, you're
1: the guy that gets all the blame.
7: I'm the guy that gets all the blame. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, people think that their swing isn't good enough because the ball's just not reacting how they want it to, but in reality, it's just not quite, the clubs aren't working for them.
1: Someone's listening right now, and they're saying, okay, I'm not that great, or maybe I'm very good. What do I need to do? Like, in terms of updating my equipment, how often do you see people, and what do you recommend in terms of updating equipment?
7: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, it's not something you need to do all the time. You know, technology is changing a lot, but it's not something you need to do yearly. You know, golf clubs are a big purchase. Um, It's something that you should take your time with and make sure you're getting the right thing. And then, you know, probably once every four or five years, go down the venture, of getting fit again, and see how it goes.
2: And, Jordan, um, I would say, I think, I I, Danny, when we were out, I think it was in the Pro-Am for the Ascension Charity Classic, we were talking with one of our amateur groups, and I told them, Jordan – I think I said something like, if you don't have clubs that were new in the last 10 or 12 years, you're doing yourself a disservice. And I, and I said to him the same thing, it's expensive. I'm not trying to spend your money. Yep. But if you love the game, it can really make a difference. It really absolutely. can, can it?
7: Oh, it absolutely can. I mean, you know, just the way these companies have moved forward with progressive technology, I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. And anybody using clubs from you know, over a decade ago, they're just not getting the same benefits that all these other golfers are.
1: I've heard so so many people say, well, I'm a high handicapper, so I don't need to get the best technology. That's not true, is it?
7: That is probably one of the biggest myths and any club fitter will tell you that, you know, if you're a high handicapper, you absolutely need to get fit because even if you're not coming into the fitting session, making perfect contact, it's still going to be about your static measurements, your lie angle, you know, the length of the club Just making sure that everything's where it needs to be for you, even to make good contact with the ball, because that's the first step, right? We got to be able to make good contact with the ball.
2: Yeah, and and so that's one of the things. Danny and I, uh, Jordan, Danny and I were talking, and we like to give people uh, some uh, uh, tips or some help, like. We're going into the cold weather, you know, and a lot of people just sit on the couch and they don't get their ass up and moving around. But all of this is part. (laughs) All of this is part of, of playing better golf, getting fitted, staying flexible is what we were telling them. And even those high handicappers, man, with with what they're doing with the shaft head combinations for for drivers and irons, it it can open an an entirely different world for some absolutely.
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you know, you see it all the time, especially with like seniors or women, you know, they come in and they can barely hit the ball with their current equipment, and then you get them in the right equipment that's made for their exact swing, you know, they gain 30 yards on a drive and 20 yards on a 7-iron.
2: And, Danny, this is some of the stuff that we're talking about because Jordan's going to use all the latest tech – when they're That's fitting right. people, so you're going to get in, and they're going to. So, folks, you're going, man. Yeah, else. you're exactly. going to get on the machines, and you're going to get to see all this super cool stuff. Even Jordan, right? Even I'm sure you've seen some glares at you where they're like, "What?" And you're going, "I'll handle the numbers. I'll explain to you what it means." But those numbers are information, and with that information, they can get better equipment.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, TrackMan offers. So many different numbers that we can look at, you know, within our golf swing. I mean, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming for people, but as long as we, you know, just take it slow and explain it to them and kind of narrow it down what's important and what's not, you know, it all works out.
2: But take us through the process of how you got comfortable with the trackman because it's uh, Danny and I, I, I was, uh, we were talking, I think, last week's show, Danny, about trackman is a standard piece of equipment now for every single tour player. It's an expensive piece of equipment, but it's part of doing business on the PGA Tour. But it hasn't always been. And so tell us how you got involved with it and what it's like to kind of decipher all this stuff.
7: Yeah, so I'm a big numbers guy, so I love it. Um, so I actually started with the GC Quad over at um, you know Dick Sporting Goods Golf yeah. Galaxy doing all that. And then whenever I moved over to Family Golf and Learning Center is where I had to start to learn the TrackMan. So I actually took the you know TrackMan certification course, and I'm certified with TrackMan. Um, and then really just experimenting with it, playing around with it, learning all the different things. I was already somewhat familiar because of the GC Quad. But, yeah, yeah I mean, it the TrackMan is pretty much the best of the best and you know offers every single number you could possibly want to see.
1: How does somebody that's listening know that they're getting the proper club fitting? How do they know I walk into Family Golf and Learning Center and – oh, this is the right way to do it. How how do they know?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few different signs. You don't ever want someone to feel like all they're trying to do is sell you the most expensive clubs. Um, You know, you want to feel comfortable right away. You want the fitter to go over a list of questions that's going to make you feel comfortable with them. You don't want to feel nervous. Um, You want to be a secluded environment where you're using premium balls, whether you want to be indoor or outdoor. Um, I mean, really just give them the floor and let them take it away and – you know, not try and rush them out of there.
2: How long does a typical fitting take? I mean, I, I think we I think what's really great having you in studio, Jordan, is to dispel some of these myths because I think people are, A, intimidated and they're going to be like, oh, man, my golf game sucks. This isn't going to help me. And I, 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 I think that's wrong.
7: Yeah, I mean, you're 100% right. I have people come in all the time and they get frustrated because they feel like their swing isn't good enough for a fitting. But it is. Everybody's swing is good enough for a fitting. You can all go through a fitting You know, um, average fitting, you know, for irons or like a single club, like a driver or wood or something is going to take about an hour. I mean, it takes time. You know, we really got to decipher a lot of things. We got to try different clubs, different shafts, um, and then a full bag. You know, you're looking at two hours to possibly even more. So
1: you got to be ready to go. How about kids? What's the age group that you say, you know, let's do this. There's a lot of parents that listen to this show and they're saying, well, Susie Q, little Johnny, just started, and I have to get them fitted. So I'm assuming they've got to have a little interest in the game of golf first, work on their swing a little bit, and then look at at getting club fitted.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have so many junior programs at Family Golf and Learning Center that we see it all the time where kids are starting to get pretty good at golf. And, you know, as soon as they start to get into the right size where they can start testing out real clubs, not just clubs from a box set, then I say do it. You know, I mean, we can – make plenty of adjustments to the lengths of shafts so they can still use the clubs that everybody else gets to use.
2: Danny, one of the things that's so cool, when when my girls were just little, and and I think Mackenzie's 35 now, there was U.S. Clubs for Kids was the first organization that came out with graphite shafted everything for kids. And Jordan, that makes a massive difference when your little guys are not strong enough to swing a heavier steel shaft. And I had daughters and man, they could rip it with you know right away with those with those uh US clubs for kids.
7: Yeah, it does I mean it makes a huge difference and we still see all the time that kids come in with heavy steel shafts and and a lot of these box sets that you can buy are with heavy steel shafts that are, you know, like a stiff flex for men, you know, for men. And it's just like, you know, a kid's not going to be able to properly hit this club. You know, we got to get them in the right shaft. Those graphite, shelves are, graphite shafts are so tremendous for them and so much lighter, and they can gain so much more swing speed.
1: Jordan Clark is our guest from Family Golf and Learning Center. We're talking about getting properly fitted. Uh, is this the time of year that explodes for you because it's the down season in our area with it getting cold out, or do you find it in season is when people are primarily doing this? Because you have indoor and outdoor fittings.
7: Correct. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's the time of the year. The time of the year is always going to be right around like, uh, February, March, all the new equipments being released and everything. Um, but it's still popular for sure. And, you know, we still see, you know, a good amount of fittings at this time of the year. People are trying to get what's left of this year's equipment before having to spend a bunch of money on next year's equipment. So yeah, definitely.
2: Jordan, do you geek out when the new stuff gets, I just love all this stuff. I'm like, what is, and a lot of it's marketing, Danny, and this guy over here, he just buys new stuff off. <laughs> just wedges. Wedges. He's got like seven wedges in Big his wedge bag. Guy. But just, I have an illegal just, bag. Just to, let's just, just be awesome. honest about it's, it. it. It's, it's just awesome. But you got I, 20 wedges in there, it's, I, it's I, probably not good. I just love, I just <laughs> not love it. Not huh? regulation. Yeah. No. I just love it. Um, wh- what do you um, – tell us a little bit about your game, and, and um, what do you like to do when it comes to messing around with the uh, – track man
7: yeah i mean so i fit myself obviously which makes the most sense um but yeah i mean i'm not the best golfer in the world i'm you know i just really like the number side of things and really like the equipment side of things i can hold my own out there but you crush it (laughs) yeah i mean i I got some decent swing speed but it's nothing insane yeah um but yeah i mean i just go through go through the list and make sure that i'm in the right stuff as well and you know have a couple other people check it out just to double check me but yeah
2: I think the shaft, uh, I think where people can be, will be really surprised is the different shaft head combinations. When you get with someone, a professional like you, and you get something that, I want to almost call it like magic. You know, when you find that slot for somebody where they're, they're like, man, what you have in your bag couldn't be almost worse for you. We're usually get them a little softer shaft where it can flex a little bit. It can make a huge difference.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's always that one point in the fitting where it's just like a, you know, light bulb comes on and it's just the moment where the fitter, you know, the customer, everybody just kind of knows, Oh, you know, this is the feeling for me. You know, we found the weight of the shaft that I like, we found the flex, all that stuff. So yeah, it all just clicks sometimes
1: as we wrap it up, what separates your place family golf and learning center from some of the others?
7: Yeah. I mean, I would just say, you know, the, Personal take that I that I give on fittings, you know, just taking more time. And like I said, I came from Dick's Sporting Goods, so I know how that goes as sure. well. Um, but just taking more time, being very thorough, you know, using premium balls, offering indoor and or outdoor, um, you know, really just getting to know the person and making them feel comfortable while they're getting a fitting.
2: Danny, this, Danny, this is so cool because this is what this is another aspect of growing the game that we're also important about. I know this young man. He cares a lot about growing the game, too, and you can tell his passion. Jordan, we love having you kind of clear some of this stuff up and it and. I don't know. I think this we're is,
1: going over there.
2: I, I know. I need what, to get, what times are <laughs> open? To get my ten wedges figured out.
7: <laughs> I know. Yeah, we'll get your wedges dialed in. That's Thank right. You. We'll try and get them down to uh, what they're supposed to be in your bag. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't, <laughs>
2: There's a couple caveats. Wait, he's got some asterisks on this. Yeah.
7: <laughs>
1: hey, Jordan, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. It's good to spread this information. You got it. That's Jordan Clark from Family Golf and Learning Center. It's Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions.
2: Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs.
1: For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking and their best ingredient? it's their tradition it's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today there are no corners cut at Paul Mano's from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place it's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield
2: hey this is Jay Delsing and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games for me That means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders, or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs pro Golf has just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf. Hi, this is Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic.
1: And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: Redbird Heating and Cooling sponsors the Veterans Vocational Apprenticeship Program. Jed, the CEO and former Marine, will teach, mentor, and sign off on educational and mechanical work hours to help you get fully licensed while you work and get paid by the company. What a great way to launch your career as a fully licensed HVAC specialist. Visit RedbirdHVAC.com. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling. Golf with Jay
1: Delsing rolls on on 101 ESPN as we're coming to you from the Car Shield Studios presented by Darty Business Solutions. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Well, that was fun to visit with Jordan Clark. There's a lot happening at Family Golf and Learning Center, and that's such a vital part of your game. Get club fitted properly.
2: Yeah, and Jordan was great, and I love his energy. He's, uh just brings a lot of it to the table. He's going to give you the personal touch, and so, you know, get out there, folks, and get fitted. When was the first time
1: you got fitted? Do you remember? Oh, I remember God. me. I was, I was probably 25 years old yeah. using an old set of clubs for 10 years.
2: Right. We Well, we, we the way we got fitted, D, was just hitting balls and people were watching us and, and you know, there wasn't any tech. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, I probably, the last, the first time I got fitted was probably only 15 years ago.
1: Is that right? Yeah, I
2: mean, we didn't have. We, so What we are you just, doing
1: on tour then? You said you you got guys just watching you. I know you, you are playing then you, you have then endless you, clubs you can pick from. Yeah,
2: and then you move your clubs. You would bend them yourself. You know, you bend them more upright. You bend them a little flat. You, yeah, it was. I mean, it was hands on. I mean, I can remember playing with Mark Brooks, and he'd go, Nah, this seven iron, and he'd just go bend his. You know, it, everybody was doing their own thing, man. It was a, it was a crapshoot. John Mahaffey. You saw, I played with John Mahaffey, at the, um, and he went, and he's like, I'm going to go reshaft this club, and he cut himself. okay He cut himself reshafting the club, and I go, you're going to be able to play, so I'll be fine. And he was a smoker at the time, so yeah. he had a cigarette in one end bleeding down the shaft of the other. I was <laughs> like, this is crazy, but it was really fun.
1: I'll tell you what's crazy, and you are part of this story, so is Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods was doing his fittings for Nike. at the time and they were handing him driver after driver after driver Yep. started like 15 or 20 they get down to the final three then it's the final two and he said no no this one's off slightly and they said there's no way this is off there's no way we've got it perfectly lined up we've done this through the computers we've done he said no no no." it was like the weight of a paper yeah you know a a single piece piece of paper right and i was playing with you one day and i said hey grab this club And you said no this is off i can already tell you you know I mean as a pro you guys just know instinctively what it's like.
2: It's crazy, Danny, because uh, one swing weight. So my, I have my iron set at um, D four. That's a that's a, uh, a in the, in the system in the weighting system, and one swing weight to get it to go to D three. It's like taking the weight of two one dollar bills sitting on your club. That's what it is, and it's amazing. But at, when you do it all the time, I had that. I think I told you this story not long ago. I'm like, guys, this four inch sucks, and they're like. Now they're pissed because they're like, listen, right. we spent all this time. I'm like, I'm just telling you there's something off. It's wrong. Something's off. And They're like, we have to, they put it on the scale and they're like, nope, he's right. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. It throws the whole thing
1: off. Where do you feel it? In the swing, in the hands, when you hold it? Yeah. It's bit everything? To,
2: it's, it, so what happens is it flexes the shaft incorrectly. And so when you feel, it's like, nope. This doesn't feel right. This that's has amazing. to feel, yeah, it just, it's hard to explain.
1: Yeah, I have that same problem. Maybe that's why my game is so, just, you know what. This
2: is not flexing right. <laughs> right. Stop doing this. No,
1: it's I so fun. I need to figure it out. Yeah. All right, we've got uh, a really fun guest coming up and does so much, and you talk about it nonstop. You say growing the game, growing the game. I yep. hear you every day say yep. that. It's Allie Wells, executive director of the Gateway PGA and the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation. A lot of tentacles to that title and she wears a lot of hats so if you had to kind of put a hat on this and what she does what do you think it is
2: you know what, Danny? She's like our golf commissioner here in St. Louis, man. You know, that's a good way to put You it. know, she's running; they're running tournaments. She's in charge of that. They're they're running PGA Reach and the great Ozzie Smith. God bless Ozzie Smith for loving the game and and doing his thing as the president of PGA Reach. And so she kind of oversees that. She's got. We've got PGA Hope. We've got now we're associated with the great number five Albert Pujols and his um uh. uh foundation and things like that so she's just kind of the that focal point of golf in our section
1: i want to ask her just how much the game has grown now, a I lot know. of it points to COVID. Yep. When it was the outdoor sport you could play, you could be separated, so people grabbed their clubs and said I'm going to get involved in game of golf and yep. it just exploded. But here locally, Jay, you've been here all your life. It's exploded like you've never seen.
2: Oh, nothing like this, Danny. It's so great and I mean now that now our mission is we got to keep people in, engaged. Top golf has certainly helped, and it's brought people around the game. But we've got to keep them engaged. We've got to keep the, you know, the the experience good. We need to lighten up a little bit. Let a little bit. Let guys have a little music. It's okay. You know, they don't need to be. I need to say like, this.
1: You know. you, you're getting ready for the Ascension Charity Classic, and we always play music when you and I play. Always. And you actually did check in if you got a cart, whether or not you could play music. They you said, knew the answer. They said no. They said no. Come but on. you wanted to have music. I would. would you were turning into a live
2: tour player. I... Right. I would love to play in shorts. You would not like to see my legs in shorts, but the the music on the cards. I think it's just fun. It's relaxing. It just adds to the ambience of the whole thing.
1: So I'm looking forward to it. We'll visit with Allie Wells, Executive Director of the Gateway PGA and the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation. That's coming up. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions.
2: We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion
1: family golf and learning center no matter your age or skill level family golf and learning center located in kirkwood has something for you they've got it all pga and lpga instruction double decker driving range par three golf course trackman simulators a large short game green design to help you with all your shots around the green bunkers rough and zoysia fairway pitching and now open the tahoma bermuda grass tees the best turf to hit from in st louis it's all at family Golf and Learning Center. To schedule a lesson or to find out more, visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis
2: better at golf. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show.
0: WXOS HD1 East St. Louis 101 ESPN is driven by Auto Center's Nissan, home of the lifetime warranty and 30-day return.
2: The gateway section of the PGA, led by Allie Wells, is the center of golf for us here in St. Louis. With over 350 men and women in the organization, you'll be hard-pressed to find a golf course, driving range, or practice facility where one of these men and women members are not present working tirelessly, to enhance your golf experience. From PGA Reach, the charitable foundation arm of the section, which raises and donates millions of dollars to the needy in our community. To PGA Hope, that helps and supports our former military through the game of golf. To the PGA Junior League, which has turned out to be a game changer for creating opportunities and bringing more young players into the game. Our Gateway section remains committed to growing the game of golf. Again, at this year's Ascension Charity Classic, PGA Reach will be one of the benefactors of our Legends Charity Shootout, where half of the money raised will go to PGA Reach. The Gateway section of the PGA, helping us all enjoy the game we love.
1: Off with Jay Delsing rolls on and a great guest is with us and over the phone it's Allie Wells the executive director of the Gateway PGA and the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation that's just a little bit of the the hats that she wears. Hey Allie thanks for being with us we certainly appreciate it.
8: Dan Jay thanks so much for having me.
1: Well I said just a few of the things you're doing that doesn't do it justice. Uh, Give us an idea of what your job for fans that are listening what your job is all about.
8: Sure. So my job as executive director of both the section and the foundation, um, as you said, is is kind of two parts and two hats. It's one to oversee the association and all of our PGA members and programming that goes on in the greater St. Louis area. We serve the 320 PGA professionals, the men and women owners and operators and head golf professionals and teachers and coaches of the game in our geographical region. We serve them on a day-to-day basis, things that can help with their... Career enhancement, education, playing opportunities, things like that, and then the other hat that I wear as uh, foundation executive director um, is to further golf's footprint and impact in the community beyond the existing walls of golf courses. So these men and women PGA professionals, you know, they volunteer their time out in the community in our three pillars of youth, military, and inclusion, and we aim to grow the game of golf and improve lives to the community of golf. We have several programs underneath. So at any point in time throughout the year, our, our Gateway PGA staff are kind of working hand in hand with our PGA professionals, both inside existing facility walls and trying to grow the game and serve our PGA members, and taking golf where golf doesn't already exist, um, and trying to grow the game organically that way.
2: Gosh, Allie, I don't know where to start with all this. I know how cool PGA Hope is, and we can we can talk about that a little bit, but we just got finished with Ozzy and having a really special night with Albert. And I I just have to give another shout out to the wizard. It's so unbelievable that we get to benefit from him, his heart, his, his, Desire to help the community—it's just a win for all of us.
8: It really is. We're so lucky, so blessed to have Ozzy Smith on the team. He's the president of the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation, has been since darn near its inception, um, and he not only gives you know his time for events like the Ozzy and Friends Gala and Pro Am, but he's an active board member. He sits on committees. He's very involved. He has a huge heart for the game of golf, and he has a huge heart for improving lives of kids. Um, and we are so lucky to have him bringing his friends into the fold. And, and every year we get to have a, a different guest or guests grace us with their presence at our, our Aussie and Friends Gala and Pro-Am, which was this this past weekend, um, the middle of, of October. Albert Pujols um, was our, our guest, and man, was it a, an incredible evening, an incredible evening of stories, uh, the audience gets to be a fly on the wall listening to Ozzie and Albert talk and share their heart and share their stories of times when they played baseball. Um, but then also a, a fun evening of sharing a little bit more about the foundation, what PGA Reach Gateway does, and raising some some dollars along the way.
1: Ellie, are you seeing more of a growth in terms of minorities because of things like what Ozzy's doing and others, but are, are you seeing more of the minorities get involved in the game of golf?
8: certainly and and it's and it's not only a local effort here um, with you know the gateway pga our pga professionals the foundation and aussie but it's a nationwide industry-wide effort too you know inclusion is one of our three pillars and that it really is important it's important to welcome everyone into this beautiful game because it is a sport for for everyone um, but it's also important to um, diversify the individuals that work in the business of golf and expose them to a, a, a career path in sports that they might not have considered. Um, and we're really seeing that trend across the country, um, the game of golf being more inclusive um, and representative of, you know, our our country. Um, and that starts with the individual efforts of PGA professionals and their facilities, but also the organizations and entities that lead the game of golf, the PGA of America, the United States Golf Association, um, you know, so on and so forth.
2: You know, Allie, we had the Ascension Charity Classic here in September, which is a great thing, not only for the region, but for the section. And in Darty Business Solutions hosted at at uh, Glen Echo the Advocate PGA event. And w- we start thinking about all of these New folks involved in the game. and it's it's super exciting for me because, man, there's we we need these boundaries to be, you know, knocked down
8: absolutely. The APGA, I think this was the second year that uh, that the event was held here. and um it's it's really incredible. And if you haven't been the listeners, if you haven't been to Glen Echo to see that event, I, I really encourage you to do so. We, I know the Ascension had some APGA Tour players on property at the Ascension Charity Classic over the past couple of years as well. Um, we've had some youth group, youth clinic um, initiatives where, indivi- where young individuals were introduced to some touring players, both on the PGA Tour Champions and the APGA Tour, um, but also there to kind of see what it, what it looks like, what a career in golf might look like. Um, and the foundation has worked hard, PGA Reach Gateway Foundation, has worked hard to, to do our part in that as well. And not only some of the, the partnerships that um, and programs that we effort towards in North St. Louis, but we also have started a new initiative this year called PGA-ABLE. It stands for Abilities Beyond Life's Expectations. And we have partnerships with different organizations in the greater St. Louis area. One of them being the Albert Pujols Wellness Center for Adults with Down Syndrome. When we're introducing golf, it's all free, free introduction to golf programs um, through partnerships like the Pujols Wellness Center, um, exposing individuals to the game that wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity. Um, so like I said before, it really is an, an industry-wide effort, both for minorities, um, for women, and for populations that might not have thought, hey, I, I could play golf. We're welcoming them, you know, one and all.
1: And another aspect of what you're doing is for our veterans that uh, come back home and some of them are, are wounded and are on the recovery path, whether it be mental or physical. And I see some of the videos that you guys put out or others. It's incredible what the game of golf can do for these these soldiers that come home.
8: It really is. And, and their words, not mine, but we've heard some incredible stories, some heartbreaking stories. But we've heard some incredible stories from these veterans that have said, if I were not to be here at golf, I don't know where I would be. Or golf has saved my life and we're certainly changing lives through the community of golf and we're improving lives through the community of golf. And in some instances we're saving lives through the community of golf. PGA hope stands for helping our Patriots everywhere. PGA likes to, we love our acronyms, uh, but PGA hope partners.
1: <laughs> There's a bunch <laughs> PGA, of them. I like it.
8: We, yes. I hope your listeners are taking notes. because there'll be a <laughs> Q, I have cue cards. They'll be tested.
2: <laughs> like it.
8: But our, our program partners with VA hospitals, VFW posts, VA Medical Services Centers, any many veteran serving organizations. And we meet them where they are, and we bring golf free introduction to golf programs to these organizations that serve veterans. And oftentimes, again, we go directly to the VA hospitals. But the therapeutic modalities of golf are proven. And that's why so many of our, our programs are in partnership with rec therapy or different therapy departments through the VA hospitals. Because they understand the importance of community, they understand the importance of physical recreation, and that golf can play a, a major role in this. And in addition to you know those items, the community and having veterans participate with other veterans—again, their words, not ours—but um, is is very important in in many cases life saving. So we're happy just to provide the opportunity, to provide the environment, to to provide our our PGA professionals. Um, to to build those relationships and and teach the game of golf, and then once we create lifelong golfers, which is bound to happen, and and we see it left and right, providing a space for them to continue to recreate in the game and continue that community that they formed with their fellow veterans.
2: Man, Allie, it's remarkable the the additional branches that kind of keep developing through the game. I I, I couldn't be prouder, but we we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about kind of the grassroots and the juniors that you guys have had a great year here sexually uh, as far as junior golfers are concerned in the, in the PGA junior league, et cetera.
8: We really have. And, you know, golf is, golf has exploded in the last few years, not just locally, but, but nationwide. And that's through a lot of different demographics, picking up the sport or, or picking it back up again. Uh, And junior golf is where we've put a lot of our resources, our PGA professionals put a lot of time Um, and we're definitely seeing the the fruits of that labor in trying to be the caretakers for that next generation, bring the next generation of golfers um, into the sport. And there are a lot of different avenues for that. Um, PGA Junior League, Drive, Chip, and Putts, our Gateway PGA Junior Tours are some of those avenues, Um, our PGA professionals that conduct their own summer camps and youth programming. Participation has been on the upswing for the last several years and the programs that the section directly has um, directly has has contact with, they've nearly doubled in the past two years. Uh, our junior tour, we've needed to expand the number of tournaments we offer um, throughout the summer. We've we've doubled the staff, we've doubled the infrastructure, and we've doubled the number of tournaments offered just so we can find places for these kids to play competitive golf. And on the development side, in PGA Junior League, some of our other partnerships and programs that we have. Um, with different organizations that serve youth, you know we've scholarshiped nearly two hundred kids to PGA Junior League programs just in the past year, um, and the number of kids participating in PGA Junior League has uh, grown nationwide dramatically. So, a lot of positive momentum again with the the growth of the sport at all levels, from juniors to. Um, demographics that haven't been represented in the past to the average Joe that's just playing more golf.
1: Ellie Wells, the executive director of the Gateway PGA and the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation is our guest. You mentioned the growth of golf. When did you start to see it? And uh, what are some of the reasons as to why this has happened, this explosion of the game?
8: Well, it's slowly been on the uptick for for a little while, but certainly COVID in 2020, along with all the unfortunate things that you know, COVID brought, the ability to safely recreate outdoors was beneficial for the game of golf. And it was beneficial for a lot of people that that was one of the few things that was allowed to be done. Here in the state of Missouri, golf was open. I can't say the same for all of our you know, other 49 states, um, but here in, in the state of Missouri and in many parts of the country, golf was one of the few things that people could do. And we saw the interest and the um, playing. of the game of golf really grow in 2020, and it's only continued on the upswing. Um, 2021, 2022, 2023, this past year have been very busy years, and you know we can attribute the interest to the game to COVID in 2020, but we certainly attribute the retention of those golfers to our PGA professionals, our PGA facilities, you know, the men and women that conduct programming that create places and instruction programs and learning programs for these individuals of all ages and abilities to continue their golf journey. And that's important. Um, Not only is it important to reach out to junior golfers, to reach out to the military, to reach out to minority demographics, but it's important to continue to find places where individuals can learn and grow with the sport. Um, And we've been able to do that. We've been able to retain a lot of golfers and uh, the PGA and other organizations are are working hard collectively to continue that momentum um, and get that message out that golf is a sport for all for a lifetime. And if you hadn't considered it before and you're considering it now, please come on out. You're all welcome. Find your local PGA professional. Um, find some instruction and, and find a, a fun golf course to play.
2: Allie, we're getting towards the end of our season here, and I know that you guys – I think you're down at the lake this week, and 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 you've got some year-end things that are that are wrapping up, and it's always an exciting time for the for the, the professionals. There's some awards to be giving and things like that coming up.
8: Yes, yes. the The weather's starting to get cooler. Golf facilities are starting to, you know, have, have a little less traffic. I'm sitting here in an 85 degree day, so it doesn't really pertain specifically to to today down here at the lake, but this is the last of our tournament um, season down here at the the Lake of the Ozarks at our Lake team event. We did wrap up our players of the year. Our our PGA professionals compete year long through a series of different tournaments. Um, They compete for player of the year points and we have finalized that as of a, a few weeks ago and we know who our players of the year are. Um, our entire class of players of the year is, is headed by Ryan Roy, who is the PGA professional lead PGA professional at Bogey Hills country club out in uh, St. Charles, Missouri. Um, but we'll also recognize not only our players of the year, but we'll recognize our various award winners um, at, up at our upcoming um Awards banquet coming here coming up at the beginning of December. Our PGA professionals conduct a very extensive process and they're voted on by members, but the special awards process recognizes PGA professionals of the year, assistant professional of the year, teacher and coach of the of the year, and so on and so forth. And it's an opportunity to celebrate our Gateway PGA members um, that are, go above and beyond you know, their, their typical duties as a PGA professional and serving their community, serving their fellow members. And it's a special evening um, that we get to recognize them and thank their families. Uh, And that, again, that happens here at December. So even though the the weather's starting to change, we're still busy, we're still going strong, uh, and it'll be a really fun next few weeks and next month or so as we prepare to celebrate uh, these special PGA professionals.
1: Ali, final question for you. How gratifying is it to help the careers of others, to do what you're doing for veterans, doing what you're doing for folks with disabilities, the kids that are out there. How gratifying is this job for you?
8: You know, I, I get asked that question and uh, and it really is the, the best of all worlds for me. Um, the Gateway PGA is a fantastic section. You know, I'm, I'm biased. There's 41 sections of the PGA of America, but there's a reason that our PGA professionals coin us the Great Way section because we really are. Um, Our members, we're a a smaller section in size, but we're small, and but we're mighty. Um, And this position where I get to not only work in the sport I love and in the administration side of golf, but I get to see how that work that I do impacts the lives of other people. And whether it's helping the careers of PGA professionals or seeing how golf really does impact change and save lives in the community is extremely fulfilling. Um, and it's the motivation that I get every day to wake up, put my head down, work hard, um, build relationships, and let the game of golf do what this beautiful game of golf does well. Um, it makes a lot of people happy, and I'm just proud that I get to play one small part in that.
2: Allie, we so appreciate the support of this section here, uh, not only on our show, but just in our community. Every time, you know, Danny and I are, 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 are talking about some of the places that we get to go or some of the different head pros that we get to meet. It's all part of this larger group that is making the game what it is for so many people and the the experiences. And uh, we just appreciate what you're doing for us all. And we don't want you to stop anytime soon. We want to keep going.
8: Well, thank you very much. I I really appreciate the opportunity to, to join you today to share a little bit about the Gateway PGA, the PGA REACH, Gateway Foundation, our men and women PGA professionals and what they do on a daily basis. And we exist 365, you know, 365 days a week. Um, We're always here in the community. Some people aren't sure that uh, we exist outside of professional golf tournaments. And that really is the case. Uh, We live in the community. Uh, We love it here and we're, we're happy to support anything and and everything golf so uh, again thank you for having me on love sharing about who we are and what we do and thank you too for what you do for the game of golf as well
1: well we love it and thank you so much Allie for hopping on and keep it going like Jay said and uh, we'll catch up very soon
8: thank you so much
1: that's Allie Wells executive director of the Gateway PGA and the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation this is Golf with Jay Delsing coming to you from the Car Shield Studios and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions
2: Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning access point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between 55 dollars and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, 55 dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions.
1: Get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's biggest names, Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Ernie Ells, and more, will return September 3rd through the 8th at Norwood Hills. All tournament proceeds go to area charities serving North St. Louis County youth and families, sponsorship opportunities, Pro-Am foursomes, and more information available for you at ascensioncharityclassic.com.
2: If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303, and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show.
6: This is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood. Our motto is play your best golf. We have the best instruction for every skill level. Two female instructors along with our eight PGA instructors. We're there for the kids and the adults who are starting to play and trying to refine their game. Family Golf and Learning Center features a double-decker driving range, grass tees, and a short game area, along with indoor simulators and a performance center. That's not all. Don't forget about our back nine bar and grill. Find out how we can help you and your family. Head to FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, where we make St. Louis better at golf.
2: I'd like to welcome I Promise to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. What is I Promise, you ask? It's a St. Louis-based company with the most clinically-backed eye health performance supplement brand with over 20 years of eye health expertise and nutrition science. It's all natural, and their cutting-edge science and technology has helped iPromise forge many exciting new golf partnerships, like with the PGA of America, the Titleist Performance Institute, the Leadbetter Academy, and many more. Perhaps the most exciting component for me is that all of this new improvement is measurable. I can tell you that in my case, my initial score was around 0.25, and after taking the I Promise product for two plus months, my score soared to almost 0.60. It had more than doubled. I can now read the greens better because I'm not really dealing with as much glare and trying to manage that, and I squint much less when I'm playing golf. And you don't have to take it from me. Check out what Padraig Herrington has to say about this product. He is playing some of the best golf of his career in his early 50s, and he swears I Promise has helped improve his short game. Check out I Promise. That's I Promise, the company helping us to see better, play better, and live better. Visit them at iPromise.com.
1: Reminder that a little later in the show, we visit with Julie Inkster. Welcome back on 101 ESPN. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin coming to you from the Car Shield Studios, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. Okay, Ali Wells, impressive, no doubt about that. Wears a lot of hats and yep. doing a lot of different things yep. for golf here in St. Louis.
2: Danny, the vets love that. You know, just uh, these guys, the ultimate sacrifice. We all talk about freedom not being free and all the, the those things. And to, to be able to provide them some sort of respite, and it happens to be golf.
1: And it saves and, their lives, as she said. I
2: know, and they, they said they couldn't be here without golf. It's just amazing. And now we've got Albert Pujols and joining his foundation and all the great positive stuff he does for the community. And now we have the the adults with Down syndrome and, and, and things like that. It's just, you know, it's just another Thing and another example of how the game gives and provides, and and we're doing things for people in need. I mean, it feels great, Danny. I didn't yeah. do one thing, and Allie drops that on us. So I'm like, how cool is that?
1: It's amazing. All right, let's switch gears. We got Julie Inkster coming up, world golf hall of famer an incredible resume that she has put together. I'm yep. sure we'll talk about that when we uh, have the chance to get her on the phone. But you know her quite well, don't you? She's a
2: blast. She is just such a high-quality human being. I love her. She's a she's a great mom. I mean, Danny, one of the things that people don't know about is that she did the majority of the super super positive things in her career, after she had two little babies, it's amazing. Or she had her two little girls. Now she started off like a house of fire. She won her first year on tour. She won in I don't know in a first couple of tournaments, and then her second year she won a couple of majors. And but but this woman is it's got so much energy, and I want to talk about. Her Solheim Cup record, and it's just, you know, she's got more points than any female Solheim Cup player, U.S. Solheim Cup player, and you know, there's there's something about that that I love. It's just. I want to play, I'm going to compete, I'm going to beat your ass. That's what I'm going to do.
1: The other thing, too, that gets overlooked because of her professional career, but what she did on the amateur scene, too. Three US AMs.
2: How about that? In a row. Right. She, She was also... We did all this research. She she was a three-time All-American at San Jose State. She was also the College Athlete of the Year, and which is now the Honda Award that they did. She's just she's phenomenal.
1: Now, I know the game has changed a lot from when you played on the PGA Tour to what we see now. Yeah. Um, I, I think maybe you'd say it's night and day on the ladies' tour more than ever. I mean, when you look at what's going on with the LPGA, yep. the commitment that people put behind their games – uh, the the corporate support that they now get, it's completely different, night and day different. Even PGA Tour has changed. Don't get me wrong, but yep. their side of things is really, really changed.
2: No, you're spot on, and I think it's about time. It's it's moving into a great direction. It's never there's never been a better time to play on the LPGA Tour than it is than there is right now, and it's only getting better. The purses are increasing. You know, they're getting more recognition. Nelly Corda swings the club like you know God himself touched her on the top of the head and said you are meant to do this go ahead and, and light the world up and and she does that and so yeah and then we've got Rose Gang coming out I mean here's here's a uh maybe a generational sort of talent Danny that that's an American. She went to Stanford. And so, you know, that's a there's a there's a lot to talk about on the LPGA tour. The
1: players are just better. I mean all there is to it. I think Julie would be the first to say that too. The players train differently, their bodies are different, and they're just better players. That's it's not to take away from that generation. It's just different. It's like that in all sports.
2: No, you're right. You're right. Danny when my dad was playing professional baseball they use spring training to get in shape. Right. The guys come in, Don. You've done 25 spring trainings in a row. Look at what those guys are like. It's, you know, everybody's in shape. They are they may not be in the greatest baseball necessarily condition with their timing and their hitting. and But I mean, well, it
1: comes down to the fact that you can make a full commitment to the sport 12 months out of the year exactly which before you, you, you're not going to survive living without making a living so yep, yep. you got to do something else to figure out how to pay the bills yep. and now the LPGA purses are starting to grow yep. money can be made and that's the big difference in the sport
2: huge difference and, and it's about time and it's coming
1: around so Julie Inkster is coming up this is golf with Jay Delsing and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions
2: did you know that Marcone is the largest distributor of general electric compliance parts in North America that's right marcon does that did you know that their worldwide headquarters are located right here in st louis well if you didn't know that then you'll know it now because ceo jim Sowers is a philanthropic force in our community besides the most recent marcon military and first responders viewing deck at the ascension charity classic which by the way was a huge hit here and has been copied at other pga tour and pga tour champions events marcon has purchased and donated many vital service dogs or our wounded military heroes, which help them transition back into society after sustaining catastrophic battlefield injuries. Jim and Marcone also support the backstoppers, the police, and the firefighters, the local naval organizations, and many, many more. Marcone, the company that calls St. Louis home, that always strives to improve and enhance our community in so many different ways. That's Marcone.
1: For the best in italian cuisine in st louis look no further than paul mano's located in chesterfield it's traditional italian cooking and their best ingredient It's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield.
2: Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs.
5: Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us.
2: Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me, that means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment instruction and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs pro-am golf has just what you're looking for you say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs you need to call tj he has fit me personally and he is the best in town if you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low-fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who, by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf.
1: Golf with Jay Delsing, and what a guest that we have. Coming to you from the Car Shield Studios, we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. All right, Jay, as if you didn't know this resume, but 31 LPGA wins, seven major titles, 45 professional wins overall, most wins by an American at the Solheim Cup, World Golf Hall of Famer, Julie Inkster. What a resume that is.
2: It is, and Julie, <laughs> thanks so much for jumping on. And, and, Jewel, how about that? But I know... The real thrill of your career was getting to do fox with me.
9: It was the real <laughs> the real thrill was walking the twenty four miles we walked at Chambers Bay, oh. and we got on. I think you probably got on two sentences, and I think I got on one. And you had probably twelve blisters on your feet. It was quite oh. the debut for the Delsing Inkster
2: double Danny we I'll never forget I looked at Julie I'm like I don't think I can walk back to the car <laughs> you know, was, that place was a disaster trying to walk Julie, we were all over the place and they never called on us I know and then they
9: go hey, Julie go follow um, Jason Day he just made three birdies in a row And by the time I got out there he would double a hole Uh And then they go, okay, go follow someone else. I mean, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Oh my gosh.
2: It was. Well, Julie, one of the things that. I, I wanted people to know that the career that you had, your, your pro career was fantastic, but you won three women's U.S. amateurs in a row. You won the Broderick Award in 82, which is basically now it's the the Honda Award for the best collegiate golfer. And, and you played at San Jose State. Talk a little bit about growing up because your story is fantastic.
9: Yeah. I mean, basically I kind of fell into golf. Um, you know, I had two older brothers and I was, uh, I guess they would call it a jock. I love baseball. I love basketball. and We I, I really love to play flag football, um, which kind of turned into tackle football. But uh, <laughs> um, So when I was 15, uh, my Tula little brothers, we, whenever we were, turned 15, we had to get a job. My dad was a fireman. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. And and my middle brother mike um worked um on the golf course he mowed greens and and rake traps and stuff like that so he asked the pro if um if i went up there if i could apply for a job and i got the job parking carts and picking up the range and um got some clubs from the back room lost and found and started playing and um just kind of fell in love with it um you know i was I had good hand-eye coordination anyway, and, and to be able to um, just be out there by myself and, and playing it by myself, um, I just kind of, and I progressed pretty quickly, and, um, you know, the rest is kind of history.
1: Julie, I, I gave that remarkable resume, and it is remarkable. As you reflect now on your career, what are you most proud of?
9: Um, you know, that's a good question. Probably being able to do it, um, traveling with two kids. Um you know, it's because, you know, we didn't have maternity leave. We didn't have daycare. And, um, you know, I, I ended up really winning more tournaments after I had kids than before kids. And, um, you know, and they still, they still like us, um, Brian and I. <laughs> so it's still, I don't know if it's because of the credit card or just because they like <laughs> us, but uh, – no, and, it, you know, you never know how it's going to turn out because my mom was a stay-at-home mom and, you um, know, I'm traveling with them after six weeks. And um, But, you know what, I, I think I'm most proud that I achieved that, but probably the most fun I ever had was... Was being the Solheim Cup captain, no doubt.
1: I, I bet. Now I want to go back to something you just said. You had more success after children than before children, which I find to be really interesting because normally you're just running around trying to, you know, just keep everything straight. So why why do you think you had the success after you had kids?
9: Well, you know, I, I I so I started when I was 24, and I had Haley when I was 30, and and then I didn't win um, and until another five years. Um, so it took me a little while to figure it out. I mean, I played well, I played okay, but didn't win. And then, um, you know, I just kind of rededicated myself to the game and, and I got a, um, a new teacher, a guy named Mike McGetrick, um, who wife played on tour and had, um, a couple kids and, um, he kind of got it and I'm kind of a realist. I'm like, you know, can I get my game back or, you know, or should I just hang it up? And he goes, Oh no, we can do it. So, you know, it was more like, you know, um, you know, quality practice than quantity. And um, you know, when the kids were sleeping, um, you know, my mom would come over and I'd hit ball, go up and hit balls and practice. And um, and I just kind of slowly start getting better and better. And then you know, really in 1996, I just I it, I took off and and I played great for you know six or seven
2: years. The success to have success on the tour it, right away is so important, isn't it?
9: Yeah, it is. I mean, I, you know, I played five tournaments in 83. I got my card in October of 83. And so I was eligible to play five tournaments and or five, five or six tournaments because I won my fifth one. So maybe it was more like seven tournaments Um, and, you know, I played well, but, you know, I, I I was always really super competitive and really, um, you know, I probably never did anything the best, but I was a grinder. And, you know, I never gave up and and I'd find some way to get the ball in the hole. It maybe didn't look the prettiest, but, uh, um, you know, I just, I I wanted to succeed and I wanted to, um, you know, be good.
1: Julie Inkster is our guest, World Golf Hall of Famer, and uh, there's nothing better, and you said this, than wearing the red, white, and blue. That must have meant just a thrill of a lifetime for you.
9: It it is. I mean, um, you know, being American and and being able to represent your country in a sport, I mean, it's not like we're going out there and saving the world, but, um, you know, I, I, just think being able to, you know, when you put on the red, white, and blue, it stands for something. And, um, I think it stands for integrity and competitiveness and, and respect. And, um, I just, um, loved having a team, um, even though, um, you know, we only got to do it, you know, once every two years. But just being a part of something that's bigger than yourself, um, I, I just, I love that.
2: Well, Jewel, you've won more Solheim Cups, uh, cup matches than any American woman has has done that. In, t-
4: that's because s- I'm old, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. But <laughs> yeah.
2: but you're a baller and you're a grinder, as you said. And, and and Julie, give me that. Like when when I watched the men play in the Ryder Cup, and I'm like. Which so sometimes it just looks, and, and I, I hate to even have to say this, but it looks like we don't have the heart that the Europeans have. You know, it's like, just get the job done. It doesn't have to be pretty. And I feel like, oh man, especially after watching Rome, Jewel, it just didn't look like that.
9: Well, I, I think there's two things to that. I think one, you can't take five weeks off and and want to go over there and try to compete against... Um, the Europeans, you you just, you're, you're, you can play as much golf as you want, but if you're not tournament ready, you're not tournament ready. And, um, I think if those guys were really into it, they all would have gone and played at least one tournament, um, before the Ryder cup. I also think that Europeans would say, Hey, you know, we don't have a bus. We don't have team uniforms. We have beer in the coolers. Can you just show up and play for the Ryder cup and just play? they would all show up. I mean, it means that much to them. I mean, they, they don't need, you know, team uniforms or fancy stuff or whatever. Um, they just, they just want to play as a team. And I think a little bit that is maybe lost on um, our squad.
2: And that's what you're talking about. What meant so much to you is like, let's, yeah. just let's play, roll the ball out there and let's see what happens.
9: Yeah. I mean, you know, I would, I would, you know, I, I, I mean, I think the payday is being on the team and representing your country. Um, You know, we, we, whenever we went over there, we lost money because, you know, we bring bring the kids and we bring my parents and my brothers and, you know, we're paying for them. And, um, you know, I think our stipend was, I think it's right now, I think it's only like 20,000 or 15,000. That's just a, get everybody over there you know um so i mean you know i i I think um and i'm not saying these guys don't care i think they care but it's like you know how much
2: yeah and and julie tell the story i know you told me this story tell the story about what was your reaction when one of the women picked up your coin during the match oh (laughs)
9: <laughs> I, yeah. I I don't like anybody picking my corn up. I can get my own corn. Um yeah, that that I it's just it, it's kind of like nails on a chalkboard for me. It's like when they win a hole and they pick your corn up, I'm like, I can get my own corn. Don't touch know? my stuff. <laughs> don't, touch, don't touch my stuff. <laughs> I love it. Uh yeah.
1: Let's let's talk a little bit about today's game. Is there, whether it's LPGA or, or PGA, is there somebody that you'll stop and watch and you'll say, I, I will sit at my TV and I'm going to watch this individual play?
9: Um, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of great players out there and so technically sound, um, you know, growing up in the era of the trackmans and the videos and Um, I think that's just really elevated the game, the gym sessions, uh, um, you know, um, swing speeds, you know, just uh, trying to swing as fast as you can. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I really like watching a lot of the women play because of their tempo and their rhythm. Um, but I also do really enjoy watching the guys smash the ball too. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Rory. I think I, I love his golf swing. I'm a big friend of Nellie Korda. I think she's got a great golf swing. Um, you know, so, um, I, I, I just think there's a lot of very athletic, People out there that are playing golf now.
2: Julie, when I watch Nellie swing the club, Nellie Corda, she looks like she was made to do this. It is, it's such a beautiful blend of power and grace. It's almost, I mean, it's just gorgeous.
9: Yeah, I mean there's a, I mean you know a lot of the good um Asian gals are are just built the same way and you know they're tall and they've got they're lengthy and um they just got you know really good club head um awareness of where it is at the at the strike um you know I I just I just think they're just so much t- you know when we played we we just played. I mean, I never hit balls on the range. I mean, we we would tee we would tee it up after work, and we'd play as many holes as we could play. I mean, we learned how to hit different shots and everything. But you know, the game has changed where you don't really have to learn how to work the ball anymore.
1: Julie Inkster is our guest, World Golf Hall of Famer. I'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about this. You love obviously the game of golf. What are your thoughts on Live and and what's transpired with? Should guys play in the President's Cup? Are they allowed to play in the Ryder Cup? What's happening with the PGA Tour? All those things. Um, What are your thoughts on that?
9: Well, I'm not a fan of the live. Um, I just don't think I think it's more exhibition. I mean, you can't just have the same guys playing week in and week out three rounds um, against the same people. I mean, um, I think the greatest thing is on the PGA and the LPGA. You can have 144 players, and you know anybody can win. Um, you know you can have the the greatest round of your life, four rounds, and you win a tournament. And um, you know I the elevated events for the men. I mean, I don't think the PGA can. Um, Uh, financially sustain that Um, I think they're going to need to get help I'm not sure the live is going to be the right direction they'll go Um, but yeah I'm not I'm not a fan whatsoever and I I really I'm just I love watching Brooks and I love watching Cam Cam Smith and um, Dustin Johnson I miss those guys I miss watching those guys play
2: Julie, it's such an odd time in golf, isn't it? All of this drama, and 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 it's just so I'm just so not used to it. And then you turn on the TV, and if you ever try to see this product on the CW, it's the weirdest. It's like there's no spectators, everybody's on this, you know, everybody's finishing at the same time, and it just it's, ah, man, I, I, I
9: don't, but I don't know how you're going to, if you're going to have 48 players and you're going to keep adding people, wh- where do the, where do the other ones go? Are they just don't get to play anymore and they just collect their money? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just think as a player, as a competitor, Your legacies with majors and wins, And um, yes, I mean, you're going to have you're going to be set up for life with with your money and financially. um, But that's not why I got into the game. Believe me, because playing on the LPGA, you don't do it for money. That's for sure.
2: Jules, you you made over $14 million in an era where you didn't play for any money. And so obviously (laughs) you did this for for sheer love of competition and to see if you could do it and, and for love of the game.
9: Yeah and you know I, I was fortunate enough to you know make some money out there and and do what I love to do but you know our 150th girl on, on the money list probably makes 150,000 175,000 you know and that's that probably doesn't even cover her expenses for the year so I mean she and she's a 150th best player in the world um so yeah it's it's a little frustrating as a woman um trying to play golf. And, and believe me, I mean, it's improved so much, especially in our majors, these corporations have really stepped up, um, to make a difference. Um, but, um, it's still, you know, we, I don't think we even make 10% of what the guys make on the golf course. And I'm sure it's less off the golf course.
1: Wow. Give a little advice to listeners out there in terms of something from Julie Inkster. If you said, if I'm going to improve my game, I would do this. What, what is that thing?
9: called uh chipping and putting you bet um and and, you know and i i get it i get it if you're a you know once a week golfer you don't want to go out there and chip and putt i mean you want to go out there and hit the ball long and and you know um get on the range and work on your game but if you want to shave you know five or six shots off your handicap um chipping and putting is is where you need to go
2: Jewel, don't you think we gotta get rid of the tie in the Solheim? Don't we have to come out with a with a with a champion yeah, somehow no or another?
9: I don't know. I, I just don't think I don't think it's built that way. I mean, because then you're making it an individual game, um, where you're picking two one person from one team and one person from another team to to decide the cup and now I think it's in more of an individual game than a team game you know you you say you go out there and you know probably the best person that played on the LPGA for the Soham Cup was Megan Kang and probably the best player that played on the European Cup was probably Carlotta Sanganda and Carlotta went off second to last and Megan King went off first. So now you're going to have them both go out and Megan King's been sitting around there for two hours to try to go out and play. I don't know. I just think you start, you know, when you start, you're a half a point behind and you got to go out and, and win 14 and a half points. Um, and I I just think it's, there's, there's too many things that um, don't make it right.
2: All right, cool. Hey, Joel, I want to ask you, In 1998, Siri Pak, I can actually remember watching her play. What she started has been nothing short of remarkable with what the South Korean women have done. They've come over to the U.S. It's hard for me, and I'm in the weeds. I love the women's game. It's hard for me to keep up with all of these great players. Tell our listeners what makes these women so much better better. And just where are we in, 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 with Rose, we've got Rose King, we've got, you know, really good, um, U S players, but we're, we're still just kind of lag behind South Korea.
9: Well, they you know, South Korea, um, Thailand, uh, Sweden, Mexico, Canada, all these come, all these, um, countries have federations where the government funds their, their golf program. And so they get the best women athletes they put them in these programs and they become amazing golfers i mean over in the united states if you're a middle class parents and um you know you're not going to be able to afford golf golf lessons to travel um, the equipment the golf course so you're going to put them in soccer shoes you're going to put them in a field hockey stick or a lacrosse stick and you're going to go out and play um you know they've started they've probably have this federation for probably 15 years and USJ is starting something like this but we're 15 years behind times and it's going to take us a while to catch up um there's no doubt and i think we will with these with the new um what the USJ is trying to do is um you know get uh, teachers um get these kids that are are Um, good uh, junior players and develop them um, and and put some money into them and, you know, their teaching and their travel, you know, so it's paid for and they can play against the best. So that is my um, kind of synopsis of why they're so much better than we are right now.
1: No, it's well put. Final question for you, Tiger Woods. Do you see a time that He's healthy enough to come back out and compete. And even if he's healthy enough, do you see him competing at a high level?
9: Well, I don't know. I wouldn't put anything past that guy. Yeah. I mean, he's just—he's like, he's like the cat with seven lives or nine lives or whatever <laughs> it is. Um, you know, uh, you know, I—I I don't know. I mean, I just think the whole walking four rounds, um, you know, it's like, what does he have to prove? Um, you know, I think his kids are at an age where they're in a lot of stuff, and I know he kind of wants to be there for them. So I don't know. It, it'd be a good question. Uh, I guess we'll probably find out at the Masters. Um, but um, before, it was just kind of hard to walk, w- watch him walk, and and deal with what he
2: was dealing.
1: Well, there's no doubt. And Julie, this has been a thrill. I know, Jay, you feel the same way of giving the. Julie Inkster on our show.
2: Julie, you're the best. We love, I love, right, I guys. love it. I really appreciate you jumping on. All and right, we'll keep, we'll, we'll keep in touch.
9: We always do. Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. You appreciate got it. it. You got Take it, Julie.
1: Okay. Julie Inkster, and this is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. As we come to you from the CarShield Studios.
2: I want to welcome Redbird Heating and Cooling to the Golf with Jay Delson Show. You can reach them at 314-320-9507 or on the website redbirdhvac.com. CEOs Jed Dickinson and Jerry Pearson run the area's most responsive and dedicated heating and cooling company that's been conscientiously supporting the St. Louis area for the last decade. Just last month, when my air conditioner stopped working, Jed and his team were at my home at 7 a.m. to replace one unit and then repair the other your money like it's our money was Jed's statement to me and the repairs for Unit 2 was less than $200. If you want to work with a family-owned business that you can trust, then call 314-320-9507 or visit them at redbirdhvac.com. That's redbirdhvac.com.
0: You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com you'll see the latest in equipment find the latest innovations in golf and get tips from a pga professional that's jdelsinggolf.com this is golf with jay delsing heading down the
1: stretch and our thanks to julie inkster the world golf hall of famer we've also had a chance to visit with ali wells ali is the executive director of the gateway pga and the pga reach gateway foundation jordan clark from family golf and learning center talking about the importance of club fitting and our first ever uhy prep profile on visitation golf so catch your breath we've had a lot on this show danny what
2: a great show this has been so much fun i gotta tell you though i gotta bring this up about julie inkster i really wanted to hear her thoughts on the tie i'm like the tie in the Solheim Cup, I walk away feeling like, yeah, all that. But she made a great point, and I thought, oh, she's probably right, because how the hell else are you going to so- solve that thing?
1: I, I loved her point, and you asked the question, why are these young ladies from South Korea so good? And why is maybe some of the players in the United States, North America, trailing just a bit? And she said, it's a dedication to the game you know, the personal trainers, nutritionists, they pull them out of school, they're homeschooled, yep. all the things that yep. go into this, well, then it makes a lot of sense. If you're dedicated, you know, say to 10 to 12 hours a day of playing golf and doing it seven days a week, well, you're going to be pretty darn good
2: at it. Yeah. And it's showing. And, and I mean, then you have these state run government sponsored programs That's where the, part. the federations and, 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 and these things where they're making it you know viable for these for these families you know that don't necessarily have the 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 wherewithal and the means to to support the family and travel with the kids and you know the 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 government steps in and goes, "Yeah, no problem, we got you,
1: yeah, I love the perspective of. Whether it's an LPGA, World Golf Hall of Famer, or Lee Trevino, or Tom Watson that we've had on. David Faraday, who has a vested interest in LIV. Yeah. But their perspective on LIV. Right. And it seems like everybody keeps going back to the point of calling this an exhibition. And when it's an exhibition and you're not getting the points on the PGA Tour, how do you put them in? the uh, the president's cup right. or a writer cup how right. do you it. do it it's very tough to do and to figure it out well
2: then you start doing it the same way live golf chose their guys it's a random selection with you know they again they're not told they're not bad players you know obviously they're well accomplished players but i mean there's got to be some way to earn this thing and make it work and i loved what julie said about how listen Your legacy, you're you're playing for your spot in majors, for you winning championships, and not about the money. And that might be an old-school way to think, Danny. I love that. Though.
1: As we wrapped it up. We talked about Tiger. I think everybody deep down oh, I agree. wants to see him get back out there. And, and I know
2: two people in this room oh right now man, want
1: to. We would love it. And she brings up the point that we talked about a lot. Can he even hobble around a course? I know. You know, you can get a club in his hands, and he's going to do some special things, but could he do it over a four-day period in which on the PGA Tour, not the PGA Tour champions, but you're walking, yeah. and that's going to be very, very tough.
2: Well, Danny, and it goes back to what she just said. I mean – she also said, what does he have to prove? You know what he has to prove? He 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 wants to do this. He wants to win. He wants that legacy. And that is front and center for a guy that's got more money than he could ever, ever, ever spend. And his kids could ever, ever, ever spend. And he still wants to do it. And he's still training every day to do it. And he's still, he's got some plan in his mind to try to knock off 83 and probably a major.
1: Why do you think the ladies are so technically sound? When you watch a good female player, just turn it on and watch the LPGA Tour, their swings are so fundamentally sound. And I guess there is no such thing as a perfect swing. Right. But there is a general swing that you look at and you say, boy, that's a good looking swing. Oh, yeah. The guys are out there smashing it, there's no doubt. I mean, John Rahm is not a technical swing. I don't no, think you would say no, that. No, no, you're hundred percent right. But these ladies, man, it just looks perfect when you it, watch them it, swing.
2: It does, Danny. The, the the rhythm that they swing the club, all of those things are important to them because they don't have that extra gear like a lot of the the, the men do. Now, do they have their own personal extra gears? They absolutely do. Can they get another 10 yards out of a drive if they want? Absolutely. The reason they don't is because they're going to lose on the dispersion, meaning they're going to hit it crooked. In the men's game – that they overpower the men overpower the golf courses a lot. They overpower the rough a lot because of this this massive amount of power. The girls are caught in between, and so they don't do that. So they revert back to the technical hitting the technical uh, positions and repeating it and repeating it. And Danny, they repeat it way better than the men do. They they're the the way they do it is. I mean, we've said this on this show multiple times but if you're a guy you want to get better lock on to somebody on the lpga lock on to nelly corda lock on to someone well nelly's too good because she's so (laughs) she's so powerful but lock on to some of these other women and check them out that that's a way to help your game
1: okay i love watching jay Delsing swing i'm just going to tell you that but i do have a favorite in my heart to watch who's that freddie couples
2: don't blame me. I like watching pretty Couples, so too. smooth, man. It looks like he's sitting in a – I hate him because he looks like <laughs> – you know, every once in a while, you'll see when I get off, it's like – you're like, nope, you didn't look right on no, that. I'm like, no, nah, dude. I had, like my, my legs were headed north, my body was heading south, and yeah. everything in between was all screwed up. Fred never looks like that. It looks like that, that backswing you go, oh, he's at the top, and then he goes back like another, yes. you know, two and a half clicks, and then you're like, oh. And he unwinds, and you're like – that's pretty good yeah was there a swing that
1: you liked with growing up that you oh man i love that swing
2: oh man i love i i just loved watching jack nicholas play i just felt like this guy was so in the zone all the time and it was like he's when he was there it just seemed like everybody else was playing for second yeah you know and it
1: i guess it was fun to watch though too yeah
2: absolutely arnold palmer the king yeah well he was well getting so then getting to Meet these guys. Yeah. Then it turned the whole thing upside down because the king is this gregarious; he's outgoing, he's shaking your hand, he's he's signing autographs while he's playing. And Jack's more, much more introverted. But they they just became their swings became known for, to me for their championsness, so to speak, because yeah. it was like the king is every man's man, you know, and he's a blue collar guy and he's kind of swinging irregularly. Jack's is kind of uh, more buttoned up sort yep. of guy, and, and 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 then you get to play with him, and you're like, oh, I love both of these guys. Yeah, you know, I just want to be in their presence. I want to try to beat them. I want to try to be like them. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, ridiculous, man. Ridiculous, ridiculous. So much fun. And then I get to play with Ben Crenshaw, who, when I was, he was kind of this young lion that came out, and I'm like, oh, he's kind of got the long hair, and he's got a great putter, and he. And then I got D. D I got to play with Ben probably a hundred times. He's the most. The most gentlemanly, coolest dude, hard competitor, but would shake your hand, give you a big hug, and say, "Man, you got me today, you know, and let's do this again." I just, it's just so much fun.
1: I never asked you this, and we got to wrap it up here, but Johnny Miller. Yeah. What comes to mind when you think of Johnny Miller? Oh man, I played with Johnny belt.
2: Santa Belt and the White Belt, man. Yeah, I played with Johnny. Uh, my fourth tournament on tour on a Sunday with Hale Irwin and Johnny Miller. It was strangest, one of the strangest <laughs> rounds of golf I've ever had. But Johnny was a, a baller too. Oh, you know, yeah. he was just. But he, Johnny, had this presence, but it was an odd presence. You know, it wasn't like you walk in the room with Arnold Palmer. It wasn't that at all? He was just different you know kind of had the blonde hair and kind of shaggy yeah you know and just kind of almost a little disheveled you know the king was put together yeah the king shook your hand he could knock you to your knees you know and johnny was just kind of like yeah hey this is me
1: you know
2: <laughs> and then he'd go out there and light it up you know and shoot like 63 he was awesome or man for a while he
1: was just incredible
2: iron player like you yeah know, danny he could stripe those irons
1: yep Hey, my man. This has been a great show. Oh, this
2: was so much fun! We got a lot of content. U H
1: Y Prep Profile Club Fitting. Jordan Clark from Family Golf and Learning Center. Allie Wells, and also the Go- uh, World Golf Hall of Famer Julie Inkster. So we're done with the show. We're gonna have another one next week. We Can't got Beyond the Fairways with uh, with Jay and I, and that drops every Wednesday. That's a golf podcast we do. But who? How do we end the show, Jay
2: Bird? If you got enough straight, hit him straight, St. Louis. <laughs>